Did you know that 1% of the world has been identified with autism? Did you know that one in 54 children in the U.S. will be identified with autism by age eight? Well, today's topic is what autism means to me, and I'm your host, Crystal Sanford, here on the Thriving Special Family Show, where we offer insight, humor, and hope along your special needs parenting journey. So glad to be here with you today, families. Always know that our information that is shared here is for your informational purposes only. If you are in need of medical or legal advice, please do contact a professional in that area. Also know that our show is sponsored by Sanford Autism Consulting. If you are in need of a free IEP resource, please contact and check out our website at SD, like San Diego, autismhelp.com backslash resources. So again, our topic today is what autism means to me. So I'm not interviewing anybody today. I'm just sharing from my experience as a speech pathologist, as a mom of a child on the spectrum, and now as a special education advocate for the past uh, almost five years. So what autism means to me, autism really takes on a lot of different meanings uh, for a variety of reasons and because of my different experiences. So, you know, when I first um, got into as uh, becoming a speech pathologist over 20 years ago, uh, there wasn't a consistent message around autism. I can look back now at one uh, little kiddo in the, specifically, and I know now that, wow, that kiddo was on the spectrum. And he was one of the first kids where the team was kind of considering that he could be on the spectrum. This was in the early 2000s. Um, And so then uh, later on, I learned more about how autism manifests in kiddos in in a much broader variety, like kiddos who were identified as Asperger's or quote unquote high functioning. I learned a lot about social thinking with Michelle Garcia Winter up in uh, San Francisco And uh, I just really began to develop a a heart and a passion for kiddos on the spectrum. These were like the best kids that to work with. Not that I didn't enjoy every kid on my caseload as a speech pathologist in public schools, but I really enjoyed the kiddos who had those quirky social differences and, you know, who were maybe appearing to do well, but struggling with some underlying challenges. I really, really Um, just enjoy working with that population. Um, And then my daughter, my first daughter at 17 months, I started to suspect that she might be on the autism spectrum. And, you know, I tried to dismiss it. I thought, oh, you know, I'm just looking too deeply. I'm a first time mom and a speech pathologist. Clearly, I'm just like looking and uh, too hard, uh, really overthinking these developmental milestones or whatever. But um, I just couldn't shake it, you know. And by 17 months, I started thinking, wow, I think something's going on here. Because my daughter at that point, she had such great strengths when it came to memorization and her high interest in colors and letters and numbers. She knew all the colors. She, and we're talking 17 months here. She knew 
uh, she could identify letters, almost all of the letters, uppercase, lowercase, um, uh, numbers one to 10. I mean, she was just into learning these things and um, it was a real high interest for her. And we're thinking, wow, this is amazing. However, she was struggling with her motor skills. She had just learned to walk uh, at 17 months, uh, despite her resistance and just not really wanting to walk. She would almost like pick up her feet so that she, you'd have to pick her up, like when you attempted to try to make her walk. So she had gone through some PT. Um, she had finally started walking at 17 months, her crawling, fine motor skills uh, also were a challenge. Those little pincer grass, having to pick up things, little Cheerios and that kind of stuff. All that had been delayed. And so the icing on the cake was when my daughter, we and I were at Target. And I can remember this. She was 17 months, uh, almost 18 months, and she was in the basket. And um, I heard, I was listening to her repeat back, you know, as much as 17 month old can. She was just so hyperverbal. So she was just always talking and saying words and saying things. And she was trying to repeat back verbatim the words that she had heard from her TV show that she'd watched that morning. And that was Caillou. And I thought, ding, ding, ding. This is it. This is it. This is clearly one of those clear signs that she, her brain is just operating differently, that repeating things verbatim and not using language for in a more, you know, random or expressive way, um, she really used language to get something or to repeat back things. And I just started looking a little bit closer at her language skills and looking at her profile, I just thought, wow, I think it could be. And so that was 17 months. Again, I tried to dismiss it. You know, people I'd asked, specialists, you know, they were like, oh, she's fine. Friends that I knew, professionals. But finally at age three, when she wasn't potty training, Again, a delay there, um, we were able to get uh, a team to assess her. And so at three and a half, she was assessed and they identified her with autism. They said, you know what, Crystal, you know, nobody probably would have picked this up this soon if it had not been for your experience. Um, you know, she had so much words. She was so verbal. She can imitate everything. She knows the, the right thing to say typically, but that's the social piece, the motor piece. There were just enough pieces there that pointed to autism. And so that was my first introduction as a parent to autism and IEPs and that side of the table. And so now she's 10 and a half. So here we are now, seven years later, um, doing well. She's, you know, wonderful, but, um, that was my first introduction. That really changed the game for me now having to navigate the world as a parent, no longer as an ally and as a uh, professional. And so, you know, we've, in my family, we've just, we've always talked about autism as a thing. Uh, when she was younger, we would just talk about how, all, you know, we all are different. We all have strengths and challenges. Some people are good at this. Some people are good at that. Mommy's good at this, you know, and not good at that. I wear glasses because I can't see well. That's just not a strength for me, you know? Um, and so we just always were matter of fact about that. I mean, and my younger child, who's two years younger than her, um, could tell at age two, something's different about my older sister. And so we would just talk about, you know, we're all good at something and not at something else. As they got older and as my daughter 
um, who is identified on the spectrum got older, I think she was probably around seven is when we actually started tying that to the word autism. And so we said, hey, yeah, we're different. Your brain just works a little bit differently. We all have uh, different uh, things that we see. You're really good at memorizing things. You know, it's a little bit harder for you to make friends. You know, that's um, called autism. And when we read books about it, um, books were super, super helpful. So if you're a parent out there who's got a kiddo, you know, get get some books. I think that's for any content you're trying to get across to a young child, books are helpful. You know, these days there's, uh, you know, cartoons, shows, Arthur, uh, the show Arthur has a great episode about autism, Daniel Tiger now. There's some superhero academy thing um, also on uh, PBS Kids. So, you know, it's becoming more um, mainstream so that we can talk about this so that, you know, awareness comes out. So, and again, if you're just joining us, welcome again to Thriving Special Families. I'm your host, Crystal Sanford, and I'm just talking today about what autism means to me. And I've been uh, talking about uh, as a professional, how I, you know, had such a heart for the autism population. And then my daughter was identified. And so um, that led me on a, a different journey uh, along uh, with supporting in uh, autism and thinking about autism in a different way. Um, and so if you're a parent out there, you know, definitely, you know, come add comments, email us at info at sdautismhelp.com or thrivingspecialfamilies at gmail.com. I'd love to hear about your experience with autism. Um, and so my daughter was identified at three and a half. A lot of other things happened in, in our family that year. And so it led me to realize that, you know, what do I want to do with my life? What more can I do um, to impact people. And I realized that families just don't get enough support. There's just not a lot out there for parents. Kiddos get a lot, you know, because, you know, I know once she was identified, here we are, we're going to OT, we're going to speech, we're going to, you know, ABA, uh, we did a little ABA consult for her um, for a while. Um, and so here you go, all these therapies. And so a lot of supports for the kiddos, but not a lot out there for parents. So I decided that I was going to open a practice to support families. And so I did that in 2016. And I continue to do that as an advocate supporting families around um, not just autism. Autism is my specialty, um, but also other unique uh, needs. Kiddos who have uh, ADHD, who have identified with other challenges and school is not easy for them. That's really what I do. I love to help parents who have kiddos whose school is just not easy for them. Life is not easy for kiddos whose brains operate differently. Um, you know, and um, there's just not always acceptance. There's not always understanding about children and, and their differences by teachers, by, you know, professionals. Maybe they have like a one-way thinking and they need to broaden that. So I love to help families in that capacity. So, you know, when it comes to autism, I am, uh, I am one who would say that uh, people who identify with autism, you know, they are amazing. They have great strengths. They have a, a beautiful profile. Each one is different. Um, you know, there's this a great researcher who will say, if you've met one person with autism, you've met one person with autism because you can have 10 kiddos with autism in a room and, um, 
Well, I've not, I will say I've done that. No, I haven't done that as a speech pathologist. I've probably had about five at max, but you can have five kiddos, all, for example, male, because there is a higher uh, prevalence for, for males. Um, there's typically four times as likely to uh, be identified with autism as a male versus females, um, which makes it harder when you have a daughter and you have a child who's a female and you're looking at for an autism diagnosis or, or suspecting that because there's not, there's not as much research and most of the research is done on males and um, sometimes it's challenging. It, it, it gets misdiagnosed, underdiagnosed. So if you're an autism mom out there and you've got a daughter, I would say be persistent persist, persist to help your daughter get the services and supports that she needs to, to just blossom and be the best version of her. Um, but you can have five kiddos in a room, all male, all on the spectrum, and and it can present so differently. Um, and so it's beautiful. It's beautiful, beautifully unique. Um, I enjoy and celebrate um individuals, you know, whose brains just operate differently, who life is a little more challenging because, you know, they, they see things differently. And uh, I just hope that as, um, as parents, we can realize how to really support our kids and support our kids' strengths and um, be creative and be their best advocate. And I really always am looking to help support parents and being their child's best advocate. Uh, know your child, know what works for them, what doesn't. Let other people know. Teach your child how to, to tell other people, hey, that works for me, that doesn't work for me because my brain works differently because I have autism. You know, my daughter will tell somebody, hey, that's too loud. I have autism. That's really too loud for me. I need to take a break. She will say that because we have talked about it and we've empowered her in that way. And so, I hope that other parents um, can do the same um, so that your child can really gain self-confidence and and see the value and who they are as beautiful beings on in this planet, you know, on this world. So I'm hopeful for research, yes, around autism that's in continuing to increase, which is wonderful. Um, I'm also hopeful for my daughter. I, I, I know that she's got great strengths. She's got some challenges. Um, and so what we do is just help her to build up on those strengths. We help to support those challenges and we're just seeing where life will take her. You know, she wants to be maybe a swimming instructor because she's got this passion and perseveration around water and swimming, which is cool. Um, she likes cooking. Who knows? She could maybe support and be a sous chef. Um, and so, and she likes to draw. So those are some of the things that she's into. Um, and so when you have a kiddo, on the spectrum, who's got these preferred interests as they get older, you know, that could be a job, that could be a thing. Um, and so I encourage you to think about that. Sometimes we're trying to shut them down from engaging in that preferred activity and trying so much to help broaden them, which I do do that. We try, have try and continue to try to expose my daughter to a lot of different things, but I'm always looking at those preferred interests. That's where she's going to shine. That's where she can be an expert. And that could potentially be a space uh, for her to gain more insight and maybe get, you know, degrees or take classes in that area and maybe even get a job in that area. So, um, you know, don't uh, totally shut down those preferred interests because that could be something that can totally help your your kiddo in the future. So. Again, today, uh, it's been me, Crystal Sanford, your host, talking about what autism means to me. You know, as a professional, as a parent, I live it every day. As an advocate, I'm helping families. And I really see the value in our uh, 
kiddos and young adults on the spectrum. And I hope you do too. If you're an autism parent, if you're an autism, uh, you know, sibling, or, you know, you've got a niece, a nephew, a family member, neighbor, um, ask how you can help look and, and really take time, take time to engage and just see the beauty that is um, within our individuals, you know, that we have the pleasure of engaging with on the spectrum. So again, if you have questions or comments, definitely feel free to reach out to us here at thrivingspecialfamilies at gmail.com. And if you need IEP resources, definitely check out sdautismhelp.com backslash resources. I'm your host, Crystal Sanford, and families always know you're going to be okay and your child is going to be okay too. Bye-bye for now. 